Yo, this is Caden DeGreen. And this is Jackson Tucker. Jackson, how you doing over there in Birmingham, Alabama, my guy? I am doing all right. If y'all haven't noticed, probably won't, but Caden and I are uh, not together tonight. Caden's down in Pensacola. I'm up here still in Birmingham. Uh, luckily, we were able to get this thing working tonight, though, where we can still have the podcast put out for y'all. Yeah, uh, Jackson, how do you feel about heading to uh, Vandy Territory tomorrow? Well, um, <laughs> technically, I'm not going to Vandy Territory yet. In my mind, all of Tennessee is Tennessee Territory. That's right. Vandy can have Davidson County, but many, it, it, no. Everything no. else everything else belongs to the Vols, right? I'd say even Nashville belongs to the Vols because – I agree. You know, that, that's just me. But I'm going to West Tennessee tomorrow, so that's technically Vols country. You got some scattered Ole Miss fans there, some scattered Arkansas fans there, but that's about it. Yeah, but, I get that. You know, I'm – you know, I can't say anything. I, I, I talk bad trash about Vanderbilt when in reality my mom lives only a few blocks from there. Um, but, I mean – if, okay. I already, if I don't already love it, I'm not going to ever. So. I mean, if it if it tells you anything about Vanderbilt fans, I met I met a Vanderbilt fan in person yesterday, I believe, or two days ago, and he was wearing an Auburn sweatshirt. So, I well, mean, of course, he was. Their their own fans are embarrassed. Exactly. So, but you know what, Jackson? I'm pretty sure we have a good bit of stuff to talk about tonight. We do. So, what do you I say mean, we get started? We'll go over. I mean, in my mind, there's only a couple games to really touch on from this past weekend yeah. uh, as far as SEC is concerned. Uh, you know, we all could have get – most SEC schools were playing small-time schools other than the Alabama-Arkansas game. Yeah. And then uh, you had Auburn versus South Carolina. That was an interesting one. Uh I mean, I guess we could start off with Auburn and South Carolina. Yeah. So, well, why don't you tell me your thoughts first? I want to hear it. Well, here's my first thoughts. Obviously, they don't have Bo Nix throwing the ball anymore. They have their backup in. I keep on – I can't – TJ Finley. TJ Finley, of course. They have him in. And he just didn't play well. I didn't watch much of that game. I was honestly watching the Alabama-Arkansas game because that was a that was a much better football game, if you ask me. But, I mean, it's hard to tell if South Carolina is getting better or Auburn just played terribly because, I mean, I'd like to think that South Carolina is getting better, but there's no excuse for Auburn to be losing that football game, especially with this big game coming up this next weekend against Alabama. Yeah. They have to come out on top. They got to beat Bama, um, and they just—they're going to get. At first, I thought there may have been a chance this coming weekend. I don't think there is anymore, based on this past weekend. Yeah. And speaking of Alabama, forty-two to thirty-five against Arkansas. Um, so this game was a lot closer than I anticipated. I—I um, I, I will say I expected it. To be close, I didn't expect it to be a blowout. Um, Is that because you expect because of Bama having it down here, or just because you know Arkansas had it in them? Both. 
both, yeah. I would say it's a combination of both. Obviously, Bama's having a down year. Obviously, Arkansas is not just a bottom-tier SEC school this year, as far as football is concerned. I mean, they Arkansas played well against Alabama. I saw some mistakes made by Alabama. You know, here, here's my thought is Alabama can pick up on other people's mistakes just like that. I mean, they they thrive off of other teams' mistakes, but they can't adapt like Georgia can. Georgia can thrive off of other teams' mistakes, and they can adapt to other teams' defenses, which was which is one of the big things they have going for them. But um, that's my two cents on that. So one thing that I think came out of this weekend relating to the Alabama game was Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, I think, are the two leaders for the Heisman. And Bryce Young threw for an Alabama single-game record 559 yards. I saw that. He beat – I have – Actually, some interesting stats up about that. It was, yeah, he threw for 559. He beat Matt Jones' 464 in one game, Tua's 444 in 2019. I mean, Scott Hunter, back in 1969, threw for 44. He had the record up until Bryce Young beat it. He didn't just, like, like, you know, most records are beaten by, like, a couple yards or maybe, like, 20 or 30, but he beat it by, like, 100 yards. Yes, he did. That's crazy. And here's the thing. I think Bryce Young played very well considering what he has going on with his team. Arkansas played a good football game against them, so it's not like they're playing New Mexico State again or Prairie View. They're playing Arkansas. They're a very decent team. They were – able to keep Bama to a couple field goals uh, or may, I might be thinking of another game. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'd say Bryce Young, he very well deserving of that reward, very well deserving of the Heisman if he were to get it. But uh, he's but full, of course. Go ahead. I was going to say, check this out. So C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State quarterback, threw for 432 yards, six touchdowns, and what completed 32 of 35 passes. So that in I don't know how much you watched that game or kept up with it at least. The overwhelming majority of that was in the first half. Uh-huh. And it was against 7th ranked Michigan State. So I think that performance is even more impressive. I mean, Andy threw for one more touchdown than Bryce. I think that performance is more impressive given the opponent and given how fast he did it and the efficiency of it. That's a good point because if he pursued to thrive as much in the second half, I think he would have obviously gotten a lot more yards. You said he completed 32 out of how many? 35. That's pretty impressive. I mean, Alabama-Arkansas game, Bryce Young completed 31 of 40 attempts. Which is still really uh, good. Which is still really. good, but, I mean, 32 to 35, that's a much better ratio um, yeah. against a higher-ranking opponent, both skill and actual ranking-wise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's a tough tough decision right there. Yeah, um, it is. 
Hey, let me just ask you this, Jackson. If you had to cast your Heisman vote for anyone in the country right now, I'm sure it'll be either Bryce, CJ, or Kenneth Walker. Who would you – or maybe it's Hendon Hooker. Who knows? Who would you cast it for? Now, that's a good question. Um, I would probably say uh, – It's tough. Ken, Se- Ken Seals, Vanderbilt's quarterback. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean that's just an obvious answer right there. Ken Seals, Vanderbilt's quarterback. We're gonna have to change the name of this podcast to Vandy Haters or something. I'm not saying anything <laughs> bad. I just, it's you know, just funny man. I mean, heck, it might be Vanderbilt. At least it's the SEC. Yeah, you're right. No, you I right. would say. I mean, I guess. Probably Stroud, in all honesty. That's um, what I was going to say. 32 out of 35, completing 32 out of 35 attempts is pretty astronomical. If he, like I said, if he proceeded to continue that in the second half, I think he would have he would have had a lot more going for him as far as yards go. So, but, last week we had the odds were – I think it was Bryce Young, then C.J. Stroud, then Kenneth Walker, correct? Mm-hmm. So now the the odds are C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Matt Corral, and then Kenneth Walker. So Kenneth Walker dropped down to fourth, and it doesn't look like he's jumping back in the conversation anytime soon, mm-hmm. especially with the way Michigan State's playing and the fact they don't really have anything to play for anymore, you know? Yeah. Um. So – I think it's really just down to C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. And I think it's going to be a real big tell. If Ohio State and C.J. Stroud blow Michigan out of the water this coming weekend, I think it might be might be a shoe-in because Auburn not being as good right now doesn't really help Bryce Young's case. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Michigan's ranked fifth, I believe, in the college football playoff. So – yeah, they are. In fact, I, w- I want to talk about that up next. Yeah. Wait, let's let's talk about the um, Florida-Missouri game right quick. Oh, Florida-Missouri. That's a bit – that's all right. That's a big That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know – I'm sure you all know this. Missouri beat 24 – Missouri beat Florida 24-23. In overtime. Uh, in overtime. And, of course, we've talked about this before. Turns out – his buyout was not as much as I had originally said. It was not $40 million. It was more like twelve. Anyway, um, Dan Mullen is out. He was given the opportunity to coach the Florida versus Florida State game. He declined that offer. Apparently, at least between him and the administration, it was a very civil conversation. He understood that he he's trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Dan Mullen is out. Uh, there's a lot of talk, a lot of speculation about who's going to be there next. I've heard things about, of course, they're reaching out to Lane Kiffin. I mean, of course they are. I heard something about Bob Stoops maybe being next. He was Oklahoma's old coach. Of course, he was D.C. back. He was D.C. for Florida back in the 90s, late 90s. But I don't know. That's just an interesting one. Yeah. And we also got Billy Napier. Billy Mario, Napier, yeah. Mario Cristobal. Yeah. Um, 
I we asked our fans this question on Instagram, and somebody responded with you, Jackson. So, uh, how would you feel about becoming Florida's next head coach? You know, I'd vote for you. I really appreciate that. I do. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm a Gator hater. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, check this out. You could do one year and just make some good money and then just drop back off. And you could lose the game on purpose to Tennessee and still make a lot of money. Well, you know, here's what I have to say about that. I would love to be Florida's head coach. I'm sure that would be a great payday. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – I'm going to have to humbly decline that offer. Mm-hmm. But I it's just – I didn't, I didn't see that response in, from our fans, so it kind of caught me off guard. And I, I, I'm very flattered by the offer, and, you know, I – I just don't have much to say other than no. Yeah, you know what, Jackson? I really respect that, man, because I know, I know, if you if you fell down and cut your knee, there'd be orange coming out. So I really, I respect, I respect last, that. Last job I would take on the face of this earth, other than doing something sewage related, is <laughs> probably being Tennessee's head coach or any on coaching staff at all, because you know. With my ADHD self, I'm going to really screw up Tennessee somehow. Yeah. We're kind of trying to come up from rubble, as it seems like. I don't know. Anyway, Florida, Missouri. Florida is obviously – I would say Florida's now the worst – what was that? There, never mind, there's Vanderbilt. I would say Florida is the worst, <laughs> other than Vandy, the worst SEC team out there. I'd actually, I would love to see a game – Florida against Vanderbilt. We won't see that, unfortunately. I think they should just call a game. No, they played. They did? Yeah, they played earlier in the year, I believe. Well, that then, of course, Florida beat them earlier in the year. But yeah. now would be a different story. I want to um, give, give a shout-out to my boy. Well, I don't know him. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> you'll see why I said that in a second. His name is Whittemore, the wide receiver for Florida. He threw a touchdown pass, one touchdown pass, which was more touchdown passes than their starting quarterback threw. But he is the brother of my boy Luke, who plays football at Troy. So uh, I was, and uh, Luke is the, he's a receiver at Troy, and he's the receiver who throws all the double passes. So it was cool to see his brother do the same. So shout out to him and their family. Um, but, yeah, it was weird to see – I picked Missouri. I don't remember if you – I don't know if you remember that, but I actually did pick Missouri to win this game. I did too. And I was super happy when they went for two. I don't know why more teams don't do that in overtime. Like, I mean, they had, they, they had to go for two. No, they didn't have to. I mean, they didn't have to, but – Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, they had – yeah. In order for them to win the game right there in that overtime, not rolling over into a second overtime, they would have had to do the two-point conversion. Yeah. Plus, honestly, it's Florida. They obviously could make it. They did make it. It was a very highly probable – it was very highly probable of them making that two-point conversion. Yeah. I mean, I think even the first team to score a touchdown should go for two. 
Because, you know, it's going to come down to – eventually, most of the time, it's going to come down to two-point conversions anyways. So why not put even more pressure on the other team to score a touchdown and score a two-point conversion? Because, uh-huh. I mean, even if you don't get it, they, the other team still scored a touchdown. Yeah. But, anyways, but where do you think – I think I asked you this question a couple weeks ago. But I want to hear your opinion on it now. What would you say about Dan Mullen uh, joining Tennessee staff? I don't think he should. He's I trash. I don't know where he would go. Like, I don't know like, what position he would coach. He would uh, be holding little glow sticks, helping the boats park down at the dock where the Vol <laughs> Navy is. Vol Navy, baby. I also want to give a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Owen Wilson. I don't know you, but you're a terrible actor. <laughs> How was that a shout-out? That's a horrible shout-out. You gave a shout-out to someone you didn't know. I thought I should throw something in there. Yeah, it's but... like courteous. I didn't, like, throw shade at him after I gave him a shout-out. <laughs> you just said I want to give him a shout-out. He's a terrible actor. He, 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 he's not a good actor. Have you seen Marley and Me? That's a good movie. He's Makes also ter- he's a terrible actor in that, though. I, like, Jennifer Aniston comes around the corner. I'm pregnant. He goes... Oh wow! Like, <laughs> like, like it, 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 it's so lame, dude. Like, yeah, it's kind of wild. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, football. Yeah. All right, um, there's something I want to talk about real quick, if you don't mind, because is. this is pretty. This changes a lot. Uh, I, this is the main game I watched this past Saturday. It was Utah versus Oregon. Oregon at the time was, I think, ranked third in CFP rankings. Yep. But Utah quite literally ran all over Oregon, thirty-eight yeah, to seven. I mean, you, I was cheering for Utah hardcore just because, being a Tennessee fan, I like to score, not score, cheer for the underdog. But Utah played a fantastic game despite their ugly, hideous, terrible-looking helmets. But. Uh, God, those things are so ugly. Anyway, they still played a good game, though. Yeah. Um, Oregon, I don't know if they – I don't know what happened with Oregon. I mean, I don't know. That, maybe they're just bad coming back when they're getting beaten down. I don't know. But anyway, there's no chance in heck that they're making it back into the playoff ranking. No. I mean, they're ranked 11th now. They're not going to make it back into that. Yeah, um, it was bad. And speaking of which, that rolls right into the CFP. Yep. Um, just came out. Of course, you got Georgia at number one. Ohio State at number two. I think that is justified. Alabama at number three. And finally, we got Cincinnati at number four. Uh, Michigan at five. Notre Dame at six. But in the four, we got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and Cincinnati. What are your thoughts on Cincinnati being ranked in this right now? So, I just want to take a moment and clap it up real quick. Just because this is one of the few times I remember that the CFP committee got this completely right. Okay. Uh-huh. I, th- yeah. I completely agree with Ohio State jumping Bama. Obviously, Georgia stays there. Like, that's not even a question. Yeah. yeah. Ohio State, I'm so happy they jumped Bama. Just because they didn't play a good game against Arkansas. Yeah, well, I think even if Bama beat Arkansas by 14 or 21, Ohio State jumps Bama. 
just because Ohio. I mean, like I said, Ohio State destroyed number seven, seven Michigan State. They Michigan State didn't have a chance. I mean, they're ranked twelfth now. I had high hopes for Michigan State for a quick minute, but yeah, it was a blowout. Yeah, and Cincy. So you were t- telling me earlier, like you think Cincy's a shoe in now, right? I think so. Here's the way I see it. Say, we, here's the thing: we got the Ohio State Michigan game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Say, huge game because one of them has to yeah. lose, obviously. One, one of them has to lose, obviously. But here's here's a thing about it: Michigan is ranked fifth. If Ohio State loses, I think they get knocked out of the top four, then maybe they, maybe they go down to seven. I don't know. But um, I think that would quickly turn into probably Georgia, Ohio State – not Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Cincinnati, and then Michigan. That's what I think would happen there. Say if all stays the same and Cincinnati also wins this weekend, then I think it would – I think it's pretty solidified. I think this is what we're looking at for the actual college football playoffs is right here. Well, I think – I think let's say Michigan beats Ohio State. I think Michigan jumps Cincy, and I think they'll go to three. Just because, for one thing, I don't know if the committee is going to try to make an example out of Cincinnati. It kind of feels that way, but if they, I mean, I guess, I think Cincy won't be able to beat Georgia, Ohio State, or Bama. Oh no. Uh, I mean, here's I think, the thing about it. They're going – it's almost like a – they're going to go in and they will be defeated by any of these three teams. It, it's just going to happen. I think they could beat Michigan just because it's Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Like, I don't I don't trust Jim Harbaugh. That's But Michigan's not going to beat Ohio State this weekend. It's not going to happen. Jim Harbaugh's never beaten Ohio State. And Ryan Day for Ohio State has never lost to a Big Ten team in his head coaching career, which is crazy to me. But yeah. um, they're just not going to beat Ohio State, so I really don't even want to worry about that. But yeah, like I think I think we're looking at it though. Would you agree? I would agree with that. And um, since he since he has to be in, just because Notre Dame's at six, and since he beat Notre Dame, Notre Dame never deserves being in the college football playoffs. I always get yeah thrown around. I mean, they just – they never make it. Mm-hmm. They just don't. What you banging around over there? Me? Yeah. I was just moving my chair around. Can you hear it? Uh-huh. Oh, man. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I – one of my buddies, Chandler, shout out to you, my boy. But he, he said Oklahoma State should have been ahead of Notre Dame. Okay. Um, yeah. I lost you for a minute. See, you didn't hear what I said? No. Oh, I said my boy Chandler, he said that Oklahoma State should have been ahead of Notre Dame. I mean, I've, I've told you this before. I've mentioned it. I think Oklahoma State is – I think people are sleeping on Oklahoma State. They've had a very honorable season. Um, let me look them up real quick. Mm-hmm. But here, I just I, I have a thing at Notre Dame. I don't know why, but I do. Um, anyway, as you should, Oklahoma State. They how many games have they won? I they won't lost one. 
They've only lost once. They're ten or eleven to one, I believe. Um, pretty sure they're eleven to one. I don't know, but uh, anyway, they're looking real good this year. Obviously, they play uh, Oklahoma this weekend. I mean, this weekend is the weekend of rivalries. I I expect Oklahoma State to win that game. I know it's not SEC, but I wouldn't disagree with your buddy Chandler thinking that Oklahoma State should be should jump Notre Dame. Um, I mean, in theory, Oklahoma State can still get in the playoff if Cincy, Cincy, Michigan, and Notre Dame all lose. I would love to see Oklahoma State in the playoffs. They, they would I would absolutely love that. They, they, they would, but they would get absolutely destroyed. It would nice. It would be nice to see just to change things up almost. Um, but I want to. I want to see Cincy in there. I just want to see what they can do. They just been so criticized. I would love to see them even put up a fight. I don't want to see because it's not good for college football to have a college football playoff that where a team gets destroyed. That seems to happen every year, anyways. But I would love to see Cincy do something. Uh-huh. I, they definitely wouldn't beat Georgia, but you never no, know. I mean, they can put up a fight. Yeah, they they may be able to put up a little bit of a fight, but they're not going sure a sec. They're not beating Georgia. But, yeah, and I kind of want to touch on uh, some hoops real quick just before we move on to this coming weekend of games. But UT men's basketball. So we had a we had a pretty good weekend. We we got destroyed by Villanova. Villanova was ranked fifth in the nation at the time. Only put up 15 points in the first half. Now, obviously, I'm sure that good defense contributes to that, but we just couldn't make shots to save our lives. We have a brand-new team. I don't know if it's just some nerves from playing in a huge game or being in a different environment. I don't know. It's no excuse to put up 15 points, no matter who you're playing. Mm-hmm. But but then the following day, we played North Carolina, which was ranked 16th at the time, and we were 17th. We put up 89 points. We won 89-72. to 72. 89 points against a bad team is good. Now, 89 points against North Carolina. That's another story. That's pretty good, I would say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we were we're noticeably good in college basketball, I would say. Um, yeah, I like our team. Very noticeably good. Uh, I, I'll never forget when we lost to Purdue that one oh, year, two years back when we were Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards yeah. kicking his leg out. That's oh my gosh. Yeah, I was in Moe's Barbecue in Vistade Hills with my roommate and his family, mm. uh, getting barbecue, and we're the only ones in there. And we were shouting left and right. Man, that was a voice crack. Did you hear that? Yeah, a little bit. I'm glad he did. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, but, we're, we're a respectable basketball team. But, hey, um, I know we kind of wanted to change things up a little bit tonight and kind of um, have a little bit of a shorter episode. So, I kind of want to touch on this coming weekend. And also want to – I have a little surprise for you, too, um, based off of whatever else you want to talk about as well. Oh, boy. I'm good on everything. Other than this weekend, I'm good on everything else I want to talk about. All right. Well, we got some big games. I mean, let's just go ahead and get this out of the way, Jackson. Yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee and Vanderbilt. What's your okay, Here, I'm going to pick Tennessee, and I do think we can legitimately beat Vanderbilt, but 
my lord, if we lose to Vanderbilt, I'm going to have to – I'm going to dig a hole, crawl on it, and just – I've talked too much trash about Vanderbilt. It can't happen. It can't happen. I think you'll, you'll, you would have to issue a public apology. Well, I'm not issuing, issuing a, Via, a dang thing. <laughs> well, you know, good thing this podcast is public. So, you know. Yeah. But. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to pick Tennessee, obviously. All right. The Egg Bowl, Ole Miss versus the Bulldogs. All right, here's my th- – I think that'll be a very good game. Mississippi State's no longer ranked, but I'm going to pick Ole Miss. Yeah. Though I think it could be a good football game to watch. I, I agree. I, I I hate those cowbells, man. I, I just can't oh. stand them. No offense, Randa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot Randa. I don't think she listens to the podcast. But no. Who knows? I don't think she does either. In case she does, I'm sorry, Randa. Yeah. Um, Missouri and Arkansas, who you got? Arkansas. They played a fantastic game against Alabama. Yeah, they're not at, they're not losing to Missouri. It's at Arkansas too. That yeah. should be yeah. All right. Here's the game. Georgia versus Georgia Tech at Bobby Dodd in Atlanta. Georgia obviously is going to win that. Obviously. Now, aside from the Iron Bowl, I think this is one of the most intriguing games this weekend. Florida and Florida State, just because they're both five and six, and they have to win to get to a bowl game. So I don't. I think Florida State wins this game because it's at, even though it's at Florida, it's a rivalry. Florida State at least has a head coach. They (laughs) they have a defensive coordinator. Like I think Florida's just done. I and I would love to see Florida just collapse. Uh, I would yeah, more. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Florida State as well. Yeah. Um, I guess next we got good old fashioned Iron Bowl, which is going to be at Jordan Hare in Auburn. Um, obviously, I'm gonna pick Bama. I don't think Auburn necessarily has a chance anymore, unfortunately. But, um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. Four weeks ago, I would have loved to have picked Auburn. Just Auburn yeah. riding hot. But, I mean, just I don't see Bam losing to Auburn. Especially no. the way Auburn's been playing the second half of these games. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, A&M and LSU, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I know LSU's not the best, but. They that, can put up a fight, though. Yeah. It's a night game in Death Valley. That's always intriguing. And, I mean, you saw what they did to Bama. They kept it close. So, you never know. Big O, Big Ed O is on his way out. So, it's his last game. He might just never punt. He might just call all trick plays. You never know. Here, All right, here's my thing. I would love to see LC win this. But I think A&M will win. I think it might be a close game. I would like to see LSU win, but I'm going to have to go with Texas A&M on who yeah. actually wins it. Yeah, I agree. Ooh, um, I'm waiting for this one, South Carolina and Clemson. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm picking South Carolina. Dude, I am too, and mainly because I want Clemson to lose so we have a better chance to play them in a ball game. I would like to see that too. Um, I would love that. Plus, I'm – it's very. I'm very happy to see South Carolina getting more SEC wins than I had anticipated on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's very, it looks very good for them. They have a new head coach up in there. Um, they used to be real good. They've had a real bad rough patch, just like Tennessee has. It's and I, I want to see them win. I, I do. I think I think they can win. I think this is the best chance they've had in several years to beat Clemson. Yeah, I agree. I really agree with that. And South Carolina's on the come up. I don't know if you saw this, but if South Carolina loses and if Auburn loses, then Josh Heupel will have the most wins in the Power Five for a first-year head coach this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's there's a reason to cheer for South Carolina and there's a reason to cheer for Clemson. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. But. All right. Well, now we've got Kentucky and Louisville. I'm going to go ahead and pick Missouri State to win that game. <laughs> my, um, my stepmom's a Kentucky fan, so – I'm gonna. I was just being. I was. I wasn't trying to hate on Kentucky. Or oh no! I was no. just. I was just being weird. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I'm gonna pick Kentucky. Just you know, we. I mean, we already beat Kentucky, so it's it's known that we're better. So I mean, they can go ahead and just get get a win. But I. I mean, I would love to see them beat Louisville. 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 I don't know how to say it, but it. It's also you know it's good for the SEC. So, you there, Jackson? All Yo. right. Well, I apologize for that. So, it turns out, do not disturb. There's a way to get around that. I had a certain someone. Call me about six times in a row. Oof. Um, well, I mean, uh, I guess you never know. When someone calls that many times, usually it's an emergency. Yeah, so. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sure that that's the case. But uh, um, so I apologize for the little hiccup there. I kind of forgot what we were talking about, but I guess I think we basically concluded. Yeah, I was just, points. I was just, I was just wrapping up with the Kentucky and Louisville game, saying. My stepmom's a Kentucky fan, you know, so I'm going to cheer for Kentucky, especially since it's good for the SEC, you know. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, I actually had a – do you have any other comments for that before I ask you one more question? Um, yeah, shout out to my da- boy, Dan Mullen. I don't know you, but you're a terrible coach. <laughs> um, Is that the new thing? Shout out to you. I don't know <laughs> you, but you're terrible. <laughs> Oh my uh, goodness! All right, yeah. Any, anything else, my guy? That about that's about it. I I touched on Utah and Oregon. Um, yeah, that's about it. All yeah, right, that's all I have. Well, I want to do something kind of similar to what we did on a Spooky Season episode. So, as you know, uh, Turkey Day is coming up. Yes, sir. On Thursday, obviously. So, I want you to rank your top five Thanksgiving foods starting at five. Starting at five. All right. Um, five, I'm going to have to go ahead and say sweet potato casserole. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Is it our sweet potato casserole? It's a little different. It's what my grandma makes. I don't know how she makes it, but it, boy, it's good. Can't, um, be, can't beat grandma. I would say number four, 
another grandma food. She does green beans a certain way. She wraps them in bacon and then mm. makes the green beans and oh like my. puts tooth, toothpicks in the middle. Oh it's really good. I guess I don't know. If, I don't, that's not technically green bean casserole, but boy, it's good. Uh, number three, I have to say cranberry salad. I love cranberry salad. It's my favorite. Uh, at least the way my grandma makes it. Thing, thing with this Thanksgiving food, certain things they make are made such different ways. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, number two, we're not having it this year just because still COVID's kind of still going on. We're not having the big Thanksgiving gathering like we usually have. We'll usually have 40-something people in my grandparents' house. My, my uncle, um, Mike Youngblood, lives out in Dresden, Tennessee. Uh, he he uh, uh, smokes tur- He smokes turkey, and it's delicious. Unfortunately, I can't have that this year. They're not coming to Thanksgiving, but – uh, it's fantastic. I, that's solid too. And number one, Uh-oh. that's my great grandma's recipe. Uh, good old Mama Shirley, uh, ninety-six year, years old, still makes it. Luckily, gave the recipe to my grandma. It is the dressing. Oof, you yeah, leave the dressing. I agree with that. And no, it's not stuffing because stuffing nope. is when it's in the bake in the bird. Dressing yep. is made separately. It's cornbread dressing. You can't beat it. Our friend Rob Perry is also another dressing connoisseur. Yes. Dressing is just, it is simply divine. I could only eat dressing at Thanksgiving with some rolls here and there, and I'd be perfectly happy. Here's the thing. i got to ask you the same thing, though. I need to know your top five. All right. So, coming in at number five. Oof. Okay, I kind of want to, I'm going I'm to start at one. I think that would be easier for me. Okay. So it's number one, it's corn casserole. Like I, I cannot get enough corn casserole. I don't know why it's so good, but it's just so good. Okay. Then number two, I'm gonna have to say Sister Schubert rolls. Oh I, I, I don't even think of, I don't yeah. think of that as like a as like being rank worthy in the sense of I, I I mean, no, that, that's a very fair point. I didn't think of yeah. Sister it's, Schubert it's rolls. Very rank worthy for me. Especially like yeah. when I was when I was growing up, all I would eat was Sister Schubert rolls dipped in gravy. I love Sister Schubert rolls. Oh my gosh, yeah. But then number three, we're gonna do some good old dressing with gravy. I was about to say you better add in the dressing yeah. there. Yeah. And then number four, you know, I'm just gonna do because there's not really like a specific dessert that's made every Thanksgiving, but it's gonna be just dessert, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's cheating or not, but I don't care. It's it's hey, our it's our podcast. That's your thing. Yeah. You know? So we're gonna do dessert at four. I'll just go ahead and say my aunt Beth, she makes a killer apple crisp on top of ice cream with some whipped cream. Oh my gosh. Now your aunt Beth's apple crisp really ooh, is very ooh. good. It is the Man. best thing I've ever had. Oh, yep. I gain like so much weight every time I eat it. I'm talking but, like I know what it tastes like. I don't. Yeah, you really don't. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll find out one day. I need to learn how to make it. But then, you know what? Number number five, I'm going to say. See, I'm not a turkey guy. I, I just think it's so dry. I know everybody makes it differently. I probably just had bad turkeys. But yeah, you I, do. I'm just gonna say, like my family, we like to do a ro- like a rotisserie chicken on Ooh. Thanksgiving, just because it's so much more moist and it's just better in our opinion. 
So I'm going to do the rotisserie chicken because it, it's just it's, – it, it's a nice touch to Thanksgiving for us, you know. Rotisserie chicken is good. I mean, I, I that's respectable. Because, I mean, I'm kind of the same way with turkey. I've had Uncle Mike's turkey. It's fantastic. Yeah. Not – I like turkey when it's done right. I don't know what that right way for me is, but when it's done right, I'll eat as much of it as I can. But mm-hmm. it's kind of find a hard, kind of hard to find that. Yeah, I agree. Well, Jackson, I think we covered all the bases, man. Um, before we head out, I just want to thank you for joining me all the way from Birmingham. It's I'm glad we figured out a work technology at 22 and 23 years old. Hey, 24. Are you really? Yeah, you are 24. I keep forgetting how old you are. <laughs> you know what? We're fine. But any closing comments? Um, Let me think. Uh, any closing comments? Um, man, I had a really bad Subway sandwich for lunch today. <laughs> that makes sense. And you, you probably paid like 15 bucks for it too, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I was rewarding myself. I got a new client today, and I was like, oh, let's get a Subway sandwich. But Okay, okay. It was burnt. <laughs> Tastes like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, though. Well, I'm sorry about that, and I'm sure you can go, you can go, <laughs> you can go complain on Monday or something. But, uh, yeah, man, appreciate you. Safe travels tomorrow, and yes, sir. we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, y'all have a good one. All right.